Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Well, although this may not be a super sexy episode on scheduling for your success, I think that this might be the most important lesson that I have learned along the way in my business. It is the thing that has honestly hung me up at times, and it has been the thing that has really propelled the growth in my business and really where I've seen some of the most success. Now, I want to help you Um, If this is an area that you may have uh, struggled with or something that's held you back, hopefully as we walk through some of these steps that I have taken, you're able to implement them into your life and business immediately. Tips that I have gathered from this coach and that person and this book, and it's what simply works for me now. It might not work for you. That's totally cool. Hope you grab something from this episode. So to start... One thing I do with my schedule is everything goes in a shared Google calendar. Uh, Because my husband and I are both self-employed, our schedules are sort of all over the place. (laughs) And so we make sure um, that we each know what's going on. And and not that we don't have road bumps, for sure we do, Um, for sure we do. Uh, But when we're trying to schedule something with like our CFO, for example, I'm able to look at his calendar and mine, and I'm actually able to just put it in both of our calendars. It makes it so much easier than having to track him down and figure out if it works. Um, the only way this works though is if your spouse also updates their calendar. And every once in a while, the hubs, I guess I could blame myself too. Um, maybe there's not something I've edited yet and it could be a little messy. So, but for the most part, this helps us in a lot of ways. The kids also have their own calendar. And so everything is color coded and I'm able to click on and off which calendar I want to see at any specific time for my own scheduling. So, so helpful. So what goes on my calendar? Everything, truly everything. This was one um, pretty big change and it's one we're still sort of walking through, I would say. Um, in our house is that my husband is a personal trainer. He trains people. Um, we've converted our garage into a gym and he trains people in the, in our house. Right. And so it's very obvious when dad is working because there is someone here in the garage, right? Well, it's not quite as obvious when mom is working or when the wife is working <laughs> when I am in here uh, in my office doing something. And so it is so helpful for it to actually be on the calendar. There are times, um, even in recording this episode right now, um, I will put it on the calendar because Preston, my hubby, will check the calendar before he'll call me, which is helpful, right? Because my phone rings when he calls and it could disrupt uh, my recording. I'd have to edit, start over. Who knows what would happen, right? So, um, 
putting all of that in the calendar, so incredibly helpful. So things like my self-care, working out, all of my morning time is in the calendar. Our family time, uh, my kids and I do a monthly date um, where we go out and do something. I mean, sometimes we'll put like a time frame around it. Like, Hey, we have two hours. Um, and we can kind of do whatever, whatever they want and they choose. Uh, so that goes on my calendar or it just kind of keeps getting pushed away. My kids just shared with me like, mom, I don't know if we got a December date. in." I was like, we had so many dates in December. It just wasn't something that was on the calendar. They want it on the calendar. Like they want to know I've got a date with mom. As I'm recording this episode, my son and I have one scheduled um, in just a few days. And he's so excited planning all the things, but it's on my calendar and it's and it stays there. Uh, homeschool. So we have a scheduled homeschooling times. I have to do that. I, you know, some days I wish like I had a little bit more uh, flexibility um, because there's sometimes when it's maybe a little bit nicer to do it at different times. But because I also work, I need to know when I'm homeschooling and when I'm not. And of course, another thing on my schedule is my work. It has to be there. My calls that I do with my team, when I'm actually doing, you know, contacting and, um, you know, any, anything, honestly, that I'm doing with my work, I have to, uh, I have to put it on there. So a rule of thumb for me is if I say I'm going to do it, I just put it on the calendar. And so my kids now know if they want that date night, you know, they'll come down to my office or they'll grab me when I'm, you know, by my phone and they'll be like, mom, okay, let's pick a time. Let's get it on the calendar. Cause then they know it's going to happen. It doesn't get moved. And um, if for some crazy reason I had to move something like that, I would actually consult with them because they are counting down the days, right? Until we do that, that thing or whatever it is. I also do this with to-dos. So for example, right now I'm working on a couple of videos and the videos are specific um, for my business. And so I will write down that to-do and put it in my calendar, not just on my to-do list, but actually put in my calendar. Like I'm going to do writing at this time. I'm going to do video at this time. Now, I'll be completely honest, those are the ones that move the easiest because it's, you know, uh, a to-do with me, you know, right? It does not uh, wrapped around a to-do uh, with my kids, you know, right? I'm not letting anyone down, actually. Um, the only person I'm letting down is myself, you know, if I take something like that off of my calendar. So how do I get started with all of this? Um, what I do every week, now it doesn't have to necessarily be at the beginning of the week. It might just be when I'm like, okay, I'm a little frazzled. Like obviously something isn't, isn't going totally right. I sit down and I write down all the things I have to do in the next, you know, maybe it's the next few days or the next week and a half or whatever it is, depending on the day that I sit down. I don't always make sure that I do this on Sundays because sometimes my Mondays are a little different. Like there's always like, you know, there's potentially a variable like this last week. Um, you know, we had, uh, kids were traveling, like we had kids traveling on a Monday. So it just shifted, you know, how our week was going to go, how my week was going to go. And so Sunday didn't make sense for me to sit down and do my calendar. Um, it made sense for me to do it a little bit later. So I'll sit down and I have a few different categories. Now I don't 
always put them in these categories, but when I'm really feeling like, hey, does something need to move off my calendar or does something need to be um, moved around? So does it need to be completely removed or moved around or do I need to talk to someone about the shifting? Um, I will put them in these four different categories. So sometimes I'll even write out, like put an X, you know, kind of cross right down my sheet and I have the four different quadrants. One quadrant is this is important and there is a set time that this happens. And so it can't move off my calendar and it can't move times. So something like this would be church, like just because maybe I have a busy Sunday, uh, I'm not going to be able to call my pastor and be like, Hey dude, can we like change the time of, right? It is what it is. Another thing is, is I help, I co-run a networking group. That networking group happens every uh, single month on the same day of the month and the same time period. So that's important because I'm, I run it and it's at a set time. Um, it can't move around. Now, if I didn't run the networking group, it could go into a different quadrant, I feel, um, because it may not be as important that I am always there. And the next quadrant is important, but it's flexible, right? So like my homeschool can be a little bit flexible. If someone's like, the only time I can meet is Tuesday at 930. I can be like, okay, well, I could bump the kids a little bit later. Not a lot though. So I might come back to the person and say, could you do nine? Um, that would give me a little bit of buffer. I usually start school with my kids at 930, but I could start at 10, right? So um, a little bit flexible. It's obviously important that I homeschool my kiddos, but it can be flexible. The next, the third quadrant would be, it's optional, right? Whatever I'm doing, it's optional, but there is a specific time. For example, a networking group that I'm not leading uh, that maybe I would like to do, right? Now, if it's like, maybe I would like to do, (laughs) a lot of times it doesn't happen, right? But it's optional and um, you know, obviously not as important, but there is a specific time for it. So I'll put those in, you know, that other box. Uh, the fourth one is, you know what, it's not so important and it can really honestly be done at any time. Uh, something that could go in this category would be like reading, like I want to read this, you know, extra book, or I want to, um, you know, I don't, simple things, simple things maybe that you would add to, to your do, to-do list. I can't think of anything off the top of my head except that. Um, reading, I think, is important, right? Um, but it's not, it's something that can be moved around. It's not quite as important as uh, for me, you know, going to church or a specific networking group that I'm leading, right? Now, things that a lot of times I believe, like I forget, other people forget, are those buffer times. Driving, Um, you know, you may put something in your schedule that requires some drive time. We need to actually put drive in that schedule or we end up a lot of times being late, uh, taking a break. (laughs) There are plenty of times, um, like my Monday and Tuesday nights, I work, um, in the evening, uh, quite often I enjoy it. I like that. I have that time. Um, but I sometimes forget, oh yeah, I need to like stop and take a break and go have dinner with my fam. (laughs) Uh, And I need to pause. So I need to put that in my calendar. One that I, I'm so mad when I forget this, but I, I I just like, it's one of those things, like I just have to get on my calendar. 
um, or I'm really frustrated with myself is processing time. So after I am on a coaching call where um, maybe I'm being coached, right? I'm being mentored. A lot of times it's really easy to just like jump into the next thing. And then I never am able to actually process what I just learned. So now when I schedule those things, um, you know, let's say I'm scheduling a coaching call uh, with my coach, I will automatically buffer at least 45 minutes right after I get off that call with her, because I want to make sure I'm able to process and maybe even start implementing some of the stuff. I can't even tell you how many times that I've been, you know, on a coaching call and I bump it right up next to, you know, having to bring the kids to a sport um, or jumping into another call. And then there goes those notes and there goes that, you know, um, excitement that maybe Evan I had from whatever I was learning or, um, you know, really needing to process. So put in there processing time. Another time that this is a really big deal is uh, after an event that you're at, like maybe a conference or convention uh, for work or self-development or anything like that, make sure you have that processing time there. I've now learned and have more of the freedom and flexibility to be able to take an extra day after an event. So if an event gets done on Saturday, I'm not jumping on the first plane to get back home. It doesn't do anyone good. It it doesn't help, you know, my business to do that. It actually doesn't help my fam because I'm still kind of all over the place. So if I'm able to stay wherever I am for that event, that extra little night and not rush that travel, I'm able to process my whole weekend so much more. And now, uh, for example, in my business, you know, a few of my leaders and myself, we have done this together. And so we know, hey, let's stay that extra night so we can mastermind and connect and, and process and start implementing things that we uh, have learned. Now, I have shared several times actually on this podcast, um, on social media, and that what are the things I do in my business, and I actually schedule in my business on a regular basis. Now, I have a podcast, it's just a few episodes before this, that's specifically on how to build a doTERRA business. I outline the things I do and that are on my calendar, no matter what. I'll run through them super, super quick here, but I recommend jumping back to that podcast and listening more. I have in my calendar contacting. Um, It doesn't mean I'm just like, contacting cold, reaching out to people and Hey girl, no, it's, I'm connecting with people that have already reached out to me or that I want to connect with, go out to lunch, grab coffee, do a zoom, collaborate, whatever that may be. That is my contacting time. I have in my schedule, um, wellness consults with people that I have enrolled. So connecting with them one-on-one to make sure they know all the things that we have uh, within doTERRA and they know how to use the stuff, uh, that they purchased. Now I will even go back to customers. I've already done this with and kind of keep filtering through. And so that wellness consult stay on my calendar on a regular basis, um, our team call. It's really important to me. We have it every single Monday night uh, at seven o'clock and I am on that team call. We have weekly accountability meetings on Mondays where um, I connect with my leaders and, and we all keep each other accountable. 
Uh, right now on Tuesday nights, I have a uh, training uh, that I'm doing, being mentored, being accountable. And we also have another uh, education for my team that they're able to jump in. So you kind of see how all of these pieces uh, really fit together. And if they weren't on my calendar, I don't even know how I would function on a regular basis. So the thing is, once you start living off of a schedule, you must put everything on it or it simply won't happen. And so either live by a schedule or don't. And I just even hate saying that because I can't even imagine not having a, a schedule. Now, is every minute scheduled? I, I would say that I know what I'm doing in every minute. Doesn't mean I'm always doing activities in those minutes. Like you can write in boredom, <laughs> like just being, right? Hard for me to do, um, but it's definitely something that can be done. Now, one final thought on scheduling was something that has stuck with me for years. I read a book by a woman named Denise Duffield Thomas. She has she wrote a book called Get Rich, Lucky B Word. <laughs> I don't want to have explicit on my podcast. So we're going to go with B Word. So Get Rich, Lucky B Word. She shared something about scheduling that has stuck with me really honestly, like I said, forever. If you want something to happen, now this kind of falls into like the manifesting category of stuff, wherever you lie with that. I just, I still really enjoy uh, this thought process. So if you want something to happen, put it on the calendar, book the plane ticket. Everything else will go in flow. The babysitters will come in, the cash will come in. If you need to achieve a goal in order to get to that event, that will come in. And it is just simply setting the intention that I will be there. I am doing this and everything else will work out. Now, every once in a while, do you have people that are like, maybe annoyed, like uh, people that are like, wait, what you booked this trip and you didn't know where your kids were going to go. Yeah, I did. And I figured that it would just work out and it always, it always has. And so don't let those things uh, get in the way because once you've set your mind on that thing that you will do, again, everything else, I promise, will work out. So I hope that this episode leaves you super refreshed, maybe a bit encouraged. Maybe you can go maximize your schedule and get it set up for success. If you have questions, I'd love to answer them. You can hop over to Instagram, my favorite spot to hang out, at Tina Pettis. That's Tina with an E. I'm at Tina Pettis everywhere online, and I would absolutely love, love, love to hear from you. As always, we will be back here tomorrow for another episode of Tina Talks.